0: So this morning, I want to talk to you from, I want to go back to the beginning, amen, to Genesis 42 and verse 8, amen, and I'm starting at the the almost end of this story, amen, uh, to work myself back to the beginning, amen, but nevertheless, Genesis 42, verse 8, simply says, So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Amen. I want to really focus in because I don't know about you, but when I read this text, man, man, my spirit jumped. It leaped. I said, God, I hear you. Amen. And the scripture says, so Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Amen. And so this morning, I want to talk to you uh, from a message entitled that we are tested on purpose. We are tested on purpose. Uh, 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 We're tested. God tests us on purpose. Amen. He's a pruning you, he's purging you, he's shaping you, he's molding you, he's making you into what he wants you to be. God will use whatever, whoever, and wherever to test you in order to get you where he wants you to be. I said all of that, amen, because in this story, the scripture simply says, "So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they, his brothers, did not recognize him." Now, for some of you who don't know who I'm talking about with Joseph, Amen. This was one of Jacob's sons, uh, Amen. The youngest, Amen. That that, that Jacob, had, Israel, Amen, had put the coat of many colors uh, on Jacob that he 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 saw something in his son, Amen, Amen, but. Jacob, was, I mean Joseph, was the one who had a dream. He had he had a couple of dreams, Amen. And he his brothers became jealous of how much his father loved him that they that he clothed them him in a coat of many colors. Not only that, he also uh, had this dream, and he shared with his brothers the dream that God gave him. Amen. And I know some of you, amen, have been taught, amen, don't share the dream. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter whether you share the dream or not. Amen. God is testing you, amen, on purpose, amen. And so he shared his dream to his brothers, amen, and understand that people cannot, may not be able to receive their position in your dream. And so Joseph Sharing his dream with his brothers, and one of the first dreams was that they were in the in the uh in the wheat uh sheep and wheat they were bundling wheat together, and Joseph said his wheat had grew up erect and tall over the other uh uh eleven wheat ten wheat uh eleven wheat, and they bowed down to the taller wheat signifying that Joseph was going to be much greater than his siblings, and they were going to have to bow down at some point, amen, uh, to the larger week. Amen. So that made his brothers really angry and mad, amen, because, amen, you know what? God? Joseph saw the fact that he was one day going to be elevated, amen. One day I was going to be elevated, amen, but then the, brother, the, the siblings, amen, uh, nothing against them but there was a a shifting a transitioning in his life amen but we have we see the finished product right now amen but the brothers could not see Joseph as the bigger wheat amen the bigger sheep amen, and, but but so so that they grew angry with him, then Joseph had another dream, he had another dream about that the sun and the moon and the stars would bow down to him, and they told his father Jacob and Jacob rebuked uh rebuked Joseph, amen for the dream, saying that you think that your mother and and, and I are going to bow down with you uh, to you, and your brothers bow down to you, and he rebuked them, and sent him amen sent him to go work uh, Work the fields with his brother. No, uh, work the herds with his brother. Amen. And so Joseph went about his way, amen, to go with his brothers, amen, but then understand that God is testing you on purpose, amen, because understand that today you cannot be the wheat that God has created you to be in the future unless there is a testing, amen. You have to go through a pruning, a purging, a shaping, a molding, a making into what God wants you to be, amen. So many of us live by the dream that we want, amen, and oh, Look the dream that God has for you, amen, and you're upset when you get to the end of your dream, amen, and you're not happy, you're not pleased, you're not satisfied. You get the house and you get the car and you get everything, but, uh, but, but you're not satisfied. You got the money, you got the bank account, everything is good, and you're still not satisfied because you got to a place that you pursued something that God never intended you to pursue. You failed the test. So now you have to start over even in your older age that you used your younger life to pursue the dreams that you had and failed to pursue the dream that God had for you. Joseph was 17 years old when he had this dream when he was sold into slavery by his when he was thrown into the pit a man pulled out of the pit by his brothers sold into slavery been lied on to by Potiphar's wife taken from Pot- uh, uh, ran from there then put into prison a man from prison and then placed into the palace over the people of Egypt there was a testing that was, he had to go through, but this morning I want to open up with a quote by John Newton, and John Newton once said, I am not what I ought to be. I am not what I want to be. I am not what I hope to be in, in, in another world, but, but still I am not what I once used to be. And by the grace of God, I am what I am. Powerful words. I'm not what I used to be, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. I'm not what I used to be. Understand that God created us for his glory. We're glory glory bears amen we, we we bear god's glory that we give it to him amen and he knows the plans for our lives he he knows he knew us before we were in our mother's womb before we were even born he knows where he wants to position us and place us in this life so we must get into God's word and keep his commandments and take the test. The tests that we take do not define us. However, they will refine us. They do not define us, but they will refine us. Amen. Define us. Amen. Joseph was thrown into a pit, isolated from everybody else in the family, taken out of the pit, sold into slavery. He was a slave, but yet he did not allow what he went through to dictate and define him as a slave. He was, he was lied on, amen, by Potiphar's wife, Amen. But he did not allow the situation that he was going through, amen, to to, to condemn him, to hinder him from moving forward. Amen. He, He was thrown into prison, but he did not define himself as a prisoner. Amen. Understand that the tests, amen, do not define us, but however, they will refine you, they cause you to look different. Your test will refine you and cause you to walk different. Your test will refine you and cause you to talk different. Amen. Your test will refine you and cause you to be different. Again, Joseph's brothers did not recognize him. Why? Because he didn't allow his situation to define him, but he allowed the test to refine him, to change the way he walked, the way he talked, the way he looked, how different he was. He didn't even look like himself. He became what God wanted him to become. In Psalm 66, verse 10, the Bible says, It's for you. Oh, God, have tested us. (laughs) You know, I'm saying this because some of us don't believe that God will test us. Some of us think that testing is beyond God uh, testing us. No, no, God will test you, but you better not test God. (laughs) Amen? Because guess what? God created you for his glory. Amen. So here again, Psalm 66, verse 10 says, For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined meaning your appearance and everything on the outside has changed. He was pulling something out of Joseph. Amen. When you're being tested, God is pulling something out of you. The Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. There is greatness on the inside of you. You know how I know? Because God took Adam, molded his body, and blew in the breath of his nostrils, amen, Uh, uh, the breath of life. God took a piece of him and created us. Amen. And so therefore, inside of you, there is greatness. God can say that with a fervency because he said, greater is he who is in me. Amen. God blew a piece of him in you, the light in you. Hallelujah. So he's going to refine you. Amen. Your outside does not look like your inside, but God is going to bring your inside to your outside. Amen. You have been refined as silver is as silver is refined. Job twenty three ten in the B clause section says that when he has tested me, when he has tested me, the testing is on purpose. When he has tested me, Job says, "I shall come forward as gold, as pure gold. I shall come forward." As gold. Here again, I had to go through some testing. I had to go through some fire. I had to go through some trials. I had to go through some ups and downs. Your value changes when you have been tested. The weight of silver and gold, amen, your value changes. Your confidence changes. Your weight of glory that you bear changes. Talking about your story, your testimony changes. Do you not understand the way that Joseph's testimony changed from 17 years old with a dream to living out the dream unfolding right before him? His testimony changed. How I could one day once tell my siblings and my mother and father that I will elevate, amen, that I will be lifted up, that I will be exhausted exalted from this place to another place, well, how can you tell me that? Why? Because I was thrown into the pit by my siblings. I was sold by people that I knew into slavery. I was lied on, amen. Not only was I lied on, I was then uh, uh, thrown into prison, amen, but then the whole time, I never allowed my situation to define me, amen. I began to use what God has put in me, and everywhere that I went, even from slavery to prison, God gave me favor. Favor in the midst of the testing. In the midst of the fire. That you're being refined. That your value changes. Amen. Not, see, 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 beauty. Is in the eye of the beholder, and God looks at us, amen. He's forming us. He's shaping us. He's making us. He's molding us, amen, into what he wants us to be, not who he wants me to I mean, not who I want me to be, but who he wants me to be. God told Jeremiah to go down to the potter's house, amen, and he caused me to hear his words, amen. So he saw that the potter had took a piece of marsh clay, one that was imperfect it's made into something that was not beautiful to the eye of the beholder who was the potter. And the potter, the Bible says that he crushed it, he he bent it, he he pressed down on it, he he broke it up from what it was, and then he made it into something that he wanted it to be. He tested the marred clay. He molded the marred clay. Amen? Because God... Has something that he, 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 understand, he made, he knew us. He knew us. Understand the, the magnitude of the scripture. He knew us before, before. Before I was in my mother's womb, before I was even in the point of being made and shifted, and, and, and before I had arms and knees and elbows and toes, amen, God knew me. Before I even knew what I was going to look like, God knew me. Before your parents even looked into the ultrasound to even see that you existed, God knew you. So what what am I saying? God knew where he wanted you to be. He knew what did he wanted you to do. Amen. But when we got here, when we got into this flesh, we were flipped upside down. Amen. Forgot the purpose that God had on our life. But understand, God does not forget his purpose that he has for you. He knew you. He had already ordained you before you was in your mother's womb. He already had purpose for you. We have to understand that. We have to say, be like, become more and more like Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done for my life. So we got to be willing to be tested and, and that, that, that the value changes, not what man sees me as. Because guess what? Man might look at me right now and think there's no value, but when God sees me, amen? When God sees the value, my value change, amen? Amen. Uh, like Potiphar, I mean, like Joseph's brothers could not see or interpret Joseph's as the big sheaf of wheat. So God had to test you on purpose in order to change your outcome. But testing has a purpose. Testing has a purpose. You have to be perfected before your release date. A pause for a second. You have to be tested before your release date. You cannot be the same you as you were before the test and expect God to use you. God is testing you to build up your influence and your integrity. If your influence and your integrity is bad, God cannot use you. I tell my kids all the time, protect your eyes. Protect your eyes. What are your eyes? Your your eyes allow you to lead. God is positioning you in this life to lead. He's positioning you in this life to lead. How? How do I know? Because he says, he says that I, I'm going to bless you, bless you to be fruitful and multiply, to be fruitful and multiply, to, to, to reproduce and reteach, amen, those things that I've taught you. Amen? He, he, he's, he's placed us in this place to be positioned. He says I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. Amen, he, he's placing you in positions to lead, but if your eyes are bad, if you can't see, not your eyes with, your, with, with what you see, with your head, but your eye, integrity, your eye for influence. If your eyes are bad, God can't use you. If you can't influence with your life, amen, no matter where you are, understand, Jacob, Joseph had favor when he was a slave, that that Potiphar, Amen, saw saw something in him that he made him, Amen, over his own house. He brought him into his house. He saw favor that even as a prisoner, Amen, that he sent for him because he had a, a he had a, a he, he was able to interpret dreams, and God saw favor. God gave him favor. My 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 God, I'm trying to. God, your integrity and your influence, amen, because you're willing to do Joseph protected his his integrity, amen, to the utmost that even when Potiphar's wife was trying to grab him. He ran. He left everything. He left the clothes. He left the evidence, everything. I'm getting out of here because I will not allow somebody to trust me with everything that he has, and then I go behind his back and take everything. Protect your integrity and your influence. He was passing a test on purpose. You know, you know, Joseph had to go through it. He had to. He had to be thrown in the pit and sold into slavery. He had to. Amen. He had to have met the butcher and the baker. Amen. Uh, and he at the very moment that they were uh, uh, were going through their their being their sadness. Amen. He had to meet them. He had to, he had to get to the point, amen, where Potiphar's wife, amen, tried to sleep with him, amen, and then Potiphar believed his wife over Jacob, why, so he can go to prison and meet the butcher and the baker. He had to. Some of us are are upset with the way that our life is going, amen, stop worrying about what you're going through. Stop worrying about what's going on around you. Focus on God. Go through the test. Go through the test. Psalms one one Psalms one hundred five nineteen says until the time that his word of prophecy regarding his brothers and the dream came true, the word of the Lord tested and refined him, talking about Joseph, until the word of the Lord, tested and refined Joseph, amen, until the time that his word of prophecy regarding his brothers came true, talking about the dream, until the dream started to unfold, amen, until they, they, they came to pass, amen, when they, when, when, when they sold him into slavery and told their daddy, amen, that Joseph was eaten by a wild beast, amen, and, and, and so therefore his daddy thought Joseph was gone out of the picture, out of sight, out of mind, amen, so therefore God is transforming you, shifting you, testing you, making you with his word, amen, testing you and refining you, amen, while they thought you were down, while they thought you were down and out, while people have counted you out, while people have thrown you away, amen, Has said you will never be anything, that you will never amount to anything, you will never exalt more than I am, God is still refining you, he's testing you, amen, he's taking you from the house to the apartment. He's taking you from a man uh, uh, from riding in your nice vehicles to that being repossessed to driving into a cash car. Amen. God has taken you, amen, man, from having a lump sum of money week after week. Amen. To living on bare minimum. Amen. God has taken you from a position, a man uh, uh, of greatness, from what it looks like on the outside. Amen. To now you're being humbled to work at Walmart or working at McDonald's or whatever. You, well whatever amen but but to the point of god is still refining you as long as we stay focused on him we're passing the test we're going through we're being refined we're being refined but don't allow your situation to define you because when you start looking at your situation you stop looking at god and then you start sinking much like peter did when he got out of the boat he started he started walking on the water he was setting himself apart from the other disciples and the other people that was in the boat but when he started looking at his situation, he started looking like everybody else. He started getting wet like everybody else. Amen. So get, get back to the point. Amen. We have to say focus on him. Focus on God, even in our know, going through. But I'm going to tell you how we get to that place here in a little bit. Understand, understand that God wants to use you. God wants to use you to save many lives. But you have to be tested and refined. Amen. Amen. You know, we was talking about the release date earlier, and I got to thinking about uh, our, our electronic devices, our cell phones. Amen, amen. Uh, uh, that that, that our, our electronic cell phone devices. Amen. We we have the product of something that has been tested over and over again before we received it in the nice, pretty package, and then it was stamped with the company's seal of approval. Now the testing is is important since it discovers your defects or its defects in the bugs, the imperfections, before the delivery to the clients of the people. Amen which guarantees the quality of the software, amen, so so the testing, amen, is so slowly perfecting you, amen, It's going through its beta moments, amen, and it's, it's taking out all of the bugs, amen, and the, and the things that are not acting right, amen, I'm going to take you through some situations to see if you're going to love your enemies, amen, to see if you're going to love God, if you're going to love one another, amen, if you're going to hate your brother and then still say you love God, amen, God is going to take you through these the situations, of these tests, to see if he can bring you into your release date, to see if he can release you amongst a widespread of people, because understand, God wants to use you, amen, God wants to use you to save many lives, God wants to use you just like he used Moses to save many lives, God wants to use you, amen, to, to, to use you to save many lives, he wants to use your influence and your integrity, but he has to go through the, these tests to take out these bugs. Testing makes the software more reliable and easy to use, amen, and easy to use. Paul said I had to keep under my body to bring it into subjection, amen, I have to keep under my body. I have to keep testing my body, amen, in order to make it easy to use. You know, last week I I, I just kept walking throughout the week, uh, uh, day after day, telling myself, you know, telling myself, amen, my body, my spirit man, how can I serve you? What can I do to make you more successful? This is me telling my, my body, my mind, telling my spirit man, asking my spirit man, asking my spirit man, how can I serve you? How can I be, how can I help you become more successful? And you know what? The spirit gave an answer. He wanted to read the word. He wanted to hear. Uh, he, he wanted to hear more of praises to God. He wanted to hear, Amen. Some more praises, uh, uh, uh Some more uh, messages. He wanted to get into God's word. Your spirit wants the word of God. Amen? But your flesh, amen, your flesh is fighting it. It wants to hear the new songs that's coming out. It wants to see the new stuff that's on TV. It wants to It wants to get around the mess and the gossip and who's, who's pouring the most tea. Amen? He, that's what the flesh wants. Amen? But understand, amen, we have to beat our body into subjection. Because why? He said that the testing makes the software more reliable and easy to use. Why? Because God is trying to get you to, to, to bring your body into subjection so when God tells you to do something, amen, there is no backlash. There is no fighting. There is no, God, I don't want to go to Nineveh. But there is no, there, God, no, you're going to go, amen, with no black backlash. Joseph did not fight it. Joseph did not fight his brothers when he was thrown into the pit, amen, going into slavery. He didn't fight the situation. He didn't say I was a once-a-free man. He didn't, he didn't get out of that. He went through his tests. He was e- he was reliable and easy to use. Why? Because ultimately, God is using us. God, uh, and then Thoroughly test, thorough, th- um, tested software ensures reliability and high performance. Amen. Testing is a part of the process of developing you into a better you. Test is also defined as a procedure. Intended to establish the quality, the performance, and reliability of something, especially before it is taken into widespread use. Tests are used to measure the skills, the knowledge, the intelligence, the capacity, the aptitude of an individual or group by using a series of questions or exercises, amen? You're going to go through some situations. Your marriage is going to have to endure certain situations, amen? You're going to have to deal with some things, amen? But guess what? You're going to have to answer some hard questions, amen? You're going to have to go through some exercises, some obstacles some ups and downs, you're going to have to go through these things. Why? Because God is testing your skills, your knowledge, your intelligence, and your capacity, amen, Uh, 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 as an individual or as a group. We have to get to this place. Why? By studying God's word. The study book is God's word. We have these tests that's coming to us every moment of our life amen, but God is giving us a study book, amen, which is God's word. We must get into God's word and keep his commandments if we are going to be successful and prosperous at taking the test. We want to read that scripture as if, as if you know, we want money and all this other stuff, but Joshua, amen, 1 and 9 was talking about being prosperous and successful at the life that God has for us. 2 Timothy 2.15, amen, in the Amplified Version, it says, Study and be eager and do your utmost to present yourself to God. approved. Study to show thyself approved to God. Test it. By trials, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing and uh, 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 accurately dividing the truth, the word of truth. Amen. And, and when you read the scripture, amen, there's, there's still a transitioning from a student to a teacher, that you're studying the word of God. God is, uh, you're studying, but you're going through tests, elevating in order to become a teacher, a workman, amen, who is not ashamed correctly dividing the word of truth. In the Old Testament, the children of Israel were guided by a pillar of of, of cloud and a pillar of fire when they were coming out of Egypt into the wilderness, to the promised land. But today, God has given us his word, which is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Now, at times, I realize that life will seem hard. We will experience loss. We will experience pain, hurt, headache heartache, amen, we will go through sickness, persecution, suffering, oppression, stress, strife, hatred, division, and unfairness. But know that it's going to seem hard until we get into God's word and study, amen. In 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, the Bible says, but he said to me, my gracious sufficient for you. My strength, uh, uh, he said sufficient for you, sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully within your, within your own man strength. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and complete, and show themselves most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, Paul said, Therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weakness and infirmities that the strength and the power of Christ may rest upon me. So for the sake of Christ, Paul says, I am well pleased and take pleasure in my test. In my infirmities, in my insults, in my hardships, in my persecution, in my perplexities, in my distress. For when I have been made weak, then he has been made strong, able, amen, powerful, and, and divine strength. Amen. I can go through, but I have to be willing to get in to Jesus Christ. I have to be willing to get in to Christ, who is the Word of God. Amen. Have you ever? Taking a test that you were not prepared for. What should have taken you 30 minutes to take now takes you two hours with some grace. Tests seem to last longer when you fail to prepare. Tests seem harder when you don't know what to look for. I'm saying this is because we have to be. God has given us the word of God. Amen. And if we stay in the word of God, meditate on the word of God, and keep his word in our heart. Amen. Day and night, the Bible said we shall be prosperous and successful. Successful at taking these tests. Tests seem to last longer. Amen. You will be able. Have you ever wondered why it seems like some people go through stuff faster than others? It's because they were prepared for the test. They knew what to look for. Focus on Jesus. They knew what they needed to get. Amen. Why? Because they studied the Word of God. God is working on you. God is taking you somewhere. God is preparing you for something. He is preparing you for someone. In 1 Peter 4 and 12, the Bible says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though some strange thing has happened to you. Amen? See, a lot of us get to a point in our lives that we think we have been tested. Amen? Uh, that, we, that, that the enemy, the devil, don't want to see me prosper. The devil is coming up against me, and the devil this and the devil that. Yes, the devil is. Amen? However, God uses the devil to buffet you, to buffet, amen, to, to, to try you, to test you, to see what's in your heart. And uh, God is testing you on purpose. Amen? So don't think that there's some strange thing is happening to you. These are tests. Make no mistake. God is going to test you. Judges 3 and 1. Look at this. Now these are the nations which the Lord left that he might test Israel by them. This is all who had not known any of the wars in Cana. He's talking about the next generation, to test your children, to see if you taught them what they needed to be taught, to see if you told them the goodness of God, to see that you told them, amen, how to follow God and get in his words and keep his commandments. These are tests. Job seven eighteen says, what is man, amen, that you should visit him every morning and test him every moment. Every moment. Don't think it's a strange thing that you are being tested. You may be in the middle of a test right now. Don't think it's a strange thing. Amen. Just know that God is perfecting you. He's forming you. He he, he chastises whom he loves. James 1 and 3, knowing that the testing, the testing of your faith, produces patience. God is trying to bring something in you, but he says that the testing of your faith, amen, what do you believe in? He's going to test that. You say you believe in him, he's going to test that. You say you, he loves you, he's going to test that. You love him, he's going to test that. <laughs> what do you believe? Whatever you believe, that's what God is going to test. He's going to test it to produce your patience. Judges 2, 21, 21 through 22, I also will no longer drive out before them any of the nations which Joshua left to be conquered when, you, when he died in order to test the loyalty of Israel by them, them the, the enemies that he left in the land. Whether Israel would keep the way of the Lord to walk in it as, the, as their fathers did or not. That Israel will keep the way, somebody say the way, keep the way of the Lord. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he gets old, he will not depart from it. Jesus Christ is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Going back, Jesus Christ is the way. Are we teaching our children the way? The child, the, the child, train up a child, a child, amen, is the state of being new. Train up a child is the state of being new that you first received Christ as, as your personal Lord and Savior. When you first became a new creature, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yeah, we know that. We're new. So then we become a child of God. Amen. So therefore, train up a child. Your spirit, man, has just shifted. Amen. But now you've got to go through something. Amen. You've got to go through some tests. Amen. Because why? God, greater is he who is in me than he is in the world. God is trying to break out the great that's on the inside of you so that you gotta go through the test. So you train up a child in the way in Jesus Christ. Train him up in Jesus Christ. Train him up. John John 1 and 1 said Jesus Christ, amen, is the word of God, his flesh, the word of God being made flesh. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Train up your child in the Word of God. And, and, and uh, train, uh, um, train, up the, train up your child in the Word of God, in the way he should go and win. He is old, old, old. Man, this right here, old is the state of being tried, tested after going through, after being tattered, after being torn, after being worn, after being used, after being going through. Amen. He says when he is old, he will not depart from the way. When he is seasoned with fire, according to Mark, 949, when you have been seasoned with fire, you will not depart from the way, from it, the way, amen? So now you will not depart from the way, who is Jesus, who is the image of our perfection, our problem. Amen, I know know I'm going over, but please give me some time, some grace here, because I'm right here at the end of it. Amen, but many of us are not advancing to the next level in our lives, mainly because when we look at Genesis 45, the Bible says, but now do not therefore be grieved. Are angry with yourselves, this was Joseph talking to his brothers after, after it started, the, the dream started to come to fruition when the brothers came to buy, buy, buy some grain from Egypt, and they talked to the Lord over the land. Now, guess who was the Lord over the land? Joseph, their brothers, and their brothers the, uh, uh, were, were, did not recognize him. Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Now he was in position, Lord over the land, because he was trying to tell them there was a famine that was coming. Amen and God was going to position him in a place of influence, amen, and integrity, amen, because God was going to use him to save many people. God is trying to get you to a place of influence and integrity so that you can save many people. Amen. But we are not advancing to the next level of our lives. Why? Amen, because look, let me slow down. He says, he says, "Do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here." For God sent me before you to preserve life. Amen. Verse 7 says, and God sent me before you to preserve a remnant for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here. Ain't that something? Amen. Amen. God, Joseph was saying, it wasn't you who sent me here. Amen. It wasn't you. Yes, you sold me into slavery. Yes, you know, and all that so on. I had to go. Joseph is passing the test. He sees the answers clearly. He says, so now it was not you who sent me here but God. Many of us are so busy blaming others for our downfalls, or mishaps or misfortunes stop worrying about how you are how you got to where you are in your life learn to keep your eyes on Jesus and keep the Lord's Commandments in your heart this information is in your textbooks which is the Word of God he goes on to say forgive those who have wronged you Matthew 6 14 says If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Amen. Matthew 544. But I say unto you, my God, I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Because we are focused on where we are. We are not where I and mean, where we are and not where God is taking us. Joseph excelled in every placement test. Joseph kept his eyes on the Lord and not His placement. Whether it was the pit slavery prison or the palace he was passing his placement test god will test you on purpose he will give you a placement test on purpose deuteronomy 8 and 2 says, remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years. Why? To humble you and to test you, to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commandments." Paul and Silas in Acts 16 verse 25, pray to sing praises unto the Lord and the prisoners heard them. What I'm saying is they passed their placement test. They wasn't worried about where they were placed but they were focused on God. The effects of this problem, amen, is that you're Generation will suffer. Life was still, and it's still about survival. And reproduction, becoming aware of God's guidance, his power, his provision, his protection, and teaching the next generation to be aware of God's guidance, his power, his provision, and his protection. Amen. How do we overcome this? Amen. By getting into the word of God, getting into Jesus Christ. John 16, 33, and I'm closing on this. Amen. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace And confidence in the world you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, be certain, be undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. God has given us grace by way of his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're on this call today and you haven't received Christ uh, as your personal Lord and Savior, amen, pray this prayer with me. Amen. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for all I've done wrong, and please forgive me. Lord, thank you for dying on the cross for me to set me free from all of my sins. Please come into my life, fill me with your spirit. And be with me forever and ever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you receive these benefits. Number one, everlasting life. Two, all of your sins have been forgiven. Three, you obtained a personal relationship with him. And four, he will never, ever leave you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening today. I pray that today's word was a blessing to your life and that you will apply this word to your life. Amen. Please remember to spread the word to others. Tell them when you went to church yet. Share the conference call information. Send them to our website, our podcast. Let them hear what the Lord has said to you today. Amen. Amen. Let's close this thing out today. I declare that grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day, and I'll talk to you again next Sunday morning at 11 a.m. God bless you.